I and tell I can you, tell now. every time I get sick now, I'm going to do one of those neti pots. Really? It was brutal, but it worked. Oof. It got it out of there. Oof. It, it was like an exorcism. Oof. What it Why was. is it called a neti pot? I don't know. I would prefer it, it, it Designed by pot. Mr. Neti. Oh, it sounds great. Does it sound great? It sounds really nice. Oh, good. Yeah, Lovely. it's like Carry On 2.0. Oh. It what? sounds really good. Wait, talk? Talk. Raindrops keep falling on my... That's not talking. Okay, can you keep going then? Um, okay, um... Let let me poop. <laughs> um, let me poop. <laughs> that little girl. Coming out of my butt. <laughs> I feel really good about it. Great. I'm very um, glad. Do we okay. sound buttery? Do we sound like Latrice Royale? Do we get... sound like butters? Do it sound butter. good? It gets butter with Latrice Royale. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of Carry On. Unbelievable. This is kind of a milestone. Episode 25. Wow, it's yeah. like an anniversary. It yeah. is. It is. And it's the start of a new chapter of Carry On, which is that we've moved our recording equipment out of the bedroom. Yeah. We're getting freaky deaky in the living room now. But don't worry, because this is where the magic happens, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, um, it's, it's so true. It's great to be here. Um, our, I want to introduce the co-host, Catherine Knight, because <laughs> we never do it this way. No. But that's Catherine Knight. That, that he's pointing at me now in case you're wondering. Yeah. There she is. There I am. Um, and my co-host with me, as always, is Alec Wells. A.K.A. John Bon Blowjay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a very special guest. He's This is his second time on Carry On. Yes. I'm Hazel the Witch Girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, what a no. pleasure. No, I'm Ricky Middlesworth. This cat is Hazel the Witch Girl. I am. Yeah. I am. She is. I got a nickname from a, from a homeless man yeah. on the street. It's... Uh, we're all it's stuck. It's brilliant. We're all very happy tonight because it's October. It's October. It's autumnal. It's spooky. It's scary. Oh my goodness! It's a vampire. It's Halloween. It's Halloween time. Spooky, spooky, very spooky. Oh no, it's a monster. Spooky, spooky, very spooky. What's that? It's a witch. Uh, it's very, you know, this is how much we love our carry-on listeners because I, uh, I do my very best not to do, listen to, watch, talk about anything that isn't autumnal slash Halloween-y during the entire month of October. I'm usually very strict about it because there, it's my favorite time of year and uh, it just comes and goes so quickly. But I really wanted to get another carry on out. Yeah, yeah. And we love doing that. I mean, like, we if there's one thing I love more than Sex and the City, it's Halloween. But listen, if we're going to record a carry on with a person we love and have fun, yeah. at least we can be surrounded by orange lights, which yeah. we are right now. So happy Halloween, everyone, even if you're listening to this in March of 2015. Not only do we have orange lights, we have skulls. I just sprayed some pumpkin spice. That's right. That's right. All over my body, actually. That's right. So we're ready. That's right. Um, I particularly love that we have Ricky back now because it's been like a good four or five months since the first time we had him on the podcast and I was re-listening to his first episode earlier today just to sort of refresh myself and you know it was really apparent to me um like it's a really great episode that we had with Ricky on but it I can tell like we know 
we've come leaps and bounds. We we are so comfortable with you now, like yeah. your family. Yeah. But at the time, we were still, I think, kind of getting to know each other. Um, but one thing I did want to, I think I speak for all of us um, after listening to Ricky's first episode. Mm. When I say, Alec, how's your pussy? Oh, my pussy feels, feels great. Okay, good. Okay, it feels good. great. And how many I, times have we used that? I since? know. If you're wondering what we're talking about, just go listen to Ricky's <laughs> first episode, which is uh, season two, episode four. They shoot, they shoot single, single people, people, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You should really go. And, listen and there to was a, a photographer one. in this episode too. How there funny. was. Yeah. I didn't. I did not plan you that. Didn't I plan swear that. to God, I really did. The universe did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and can I just take it to church yeah. for a minute and thank <laughs> you for thank you for having me back, but. I didn't Please, get a chance because a because the first time I was so nervous because unlike all of my friends, all of my friends are performers, they're actors, they have musical talents, they can get up in front of people, they're professional speakers, that's what they do, and God bless them, I'm just not, and so I was so, and even just hanging out with, with Kat oh, and Alec and, and Daniel and Matthew is just awe-inspiring, yeah. so and I've silly. actually... Well, and it's it's funny because I told my my boyfriend Ben I'm like I think I've I, I'm it's helping me professionally because as a photographer on set, you know you're you're more than a photographer you're kind of giving them this um, I don't you're you're this ringleader in a way mm-hmm. sure and you know you have to, not the center of the attention but you know there's plenty of different kinds of vibes on set people but need it's to be helped. confident in it's, you if you're gonna get them to do as a yeah. as a performer as someone who's sat for photographers none as good as ricky <laughs> but you know if i'm feeling if i feel like the photographer's in control and super confident and like right. is kind of a character themselves the it does it makes me feel better you got a jib jab you got a chit chat you know yeah. it's so so thanks so you guys are helping oh me. my god but also well, you're such a gift. Oh, well, well and i love you. that you guys do this and i didn't get a chance to say i love that you guys do this podcast I, uh, I, Kat and Alec know this. I had uh, an experience with some very negative people uh, about a week ago, and it made me appreciate. Oh my God, I have these people in my life that have the, this podcast, and they have something they love so much, and they put it out in the world, and they produce, and they create. Everybody they say love. love. Everybody say love. Well, yes. Ricky, I hope you know that. It's <laughs> so an, thank you for it. I, I hope you know it's a joke between us when you're not around that we're terrified. How cool you're gonna finally realize that you are. We're scared Ricky's gonna, gonna realize he's way behind. cooler than us, but he hasn't yet. God, yeah. there's so much so, stroking going on right speaking, now. Well, listen, let's bring <laughs> it back. You. Let's let's take things down a notch and, yeah. and stop being so narcissistic. Yeah. And let's yeah, instead yeah, we love each let's other. instead talk about yeah. Do the, I have to stop literally jerking Ricky off right now though? Because I am enjoying that. Can we instead <laughs> talk about um all the people that love us? Yes, please. Oh, go ahead. And I've lost uh, it. Now. Well, okay, to just to preface this, we so appreciate when you leave reviews on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It bumps us up there. It gets us more recognized, which we love getting this out there for the people to hear. And look, listen, I never write iTunes reviews. I never do it. And so I, I you know what? If you do it, I'll do it. We'll all do it together. I do it sometimes. I know. I'm so proud. Well, You're such an asshole, Alex. And I don't know if you guys are, are, are too um, too modest to share it, but we saw that you guys were top 10 uh, sec- uh, Carry On Sex and the City podcast, top 10 most popular podcasts on Podbean. Podbean. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Know you. Well, it's, it's a lovely thing. So, I, thanks to the people who write in. Yeah, and we've and had, we've had just thousands, like, we... 
I mean, we we paid attention at one point to like, oh, we've had like 14,000 listens. And then, I don't know, four days later, we had something like 16,000. Just people are finding us and we love that. But, Thank um, you guys for listening. I hope we're doing it justice. But I just want to shout out to um, iTunes reviewer Vanity B. Hey, Vanity B. Hey, Vanity Get B. your life, Vanity what B. Up? Who wrote like the longest, sweetest thing. Um, I'm just going to read it. I want to hear it all. Vanity B says, I am late to the podcast party and was fresh out of episodes of The Read. I don't know what that is. R-E-A-D. I'm going to check it out. We though. need to check that yeah, out. We need to see. Um, so I thought I'd do a search for something else I could listen to people talk about for hours. Enter Carry On. <laughs> I was initially listening to this during my long commute to work, but soon realized I was listening and re-listening all the time. It's like sitting with friends in parentheses, that can't hear you. LOL. Well, guess what? We hear you. We totally hear um, you, Valerie B. Cat, Hit us up. It's Vanity B. Whoops. Get it right or pay the price. Cat and Alex chemistry is great, and so is the synergy with the is. frequent guests. Love it. Thanks for thinking to do this. I watch the episodes differently now. I watch the episodes differently now, too. Looking for things like the awful shoe wipe. Lol. Wink <laughs> <laughs> face. Which you can thank Alec for that, because he's funny. Um, iTunes reviewer Smokey Low. Fans of the show who will love the smart, funny commentary while revisiting the show. Can't wait for more. And then um, Ileana Villafon. Villafon. Um, I initially listened for the SATC commentary, but these guys are hilarious and witty, and I would listen to them talk about anything, honestly. Love it. Um, Thank it, you it's so, so much. It's honestly so just it. so overwhelming. Let's just talk about anything yeah. tonight. We What's just talk about whatever. I have this no, weird hey, Rick, thing on I my show you this? Oh, my God. <laughs> you were going to make the same we were, joke. We are Our insufferable. There Our is. chemistry, which, by the they way, just we just their said own four sentence. things and just oh talked my over God. each other <laughs> constantly, which is terrible chemistry. Sorry. Darling. <laughs> We're Garth and Cat right now. Okay. Anyway, enough enough cock stroking. But seriously. Thank you guys. I'm just I, I love that I we started this because we uh we just thought it'd be fun and all we do is watch Sex in the City and we talk about it and we were like, this'll be a fun thing to do. And to give people um something fun to listen to, I fucking hate my commute every yeah. day so i actually i don't because i have great podcasts who, to listen who to. needs music anymore i know, I know. right no, although no whatever problem. we don't have time for if that. this says yeah. anything to me say. it says if you if you love something let it go follow it oh <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> i'm teasing you oh god Games all i mean play. to say is we love sex in the city it you know it's not a guilty pleasure for us no it's just a pleasure to watch and we do this podcast because we love it and you know if you respond to it if you like it that's great but we're doing it because of our genuine love and affection for the material and that's why we're here that's why we'll continue to show up in our living room which takes a lot of work (laughs) to get Uh, here but i'm glad we're here and i want to talk about tonight's episode we just finished watching season two episode 13 games people play um it aired August 29th, 1999, directed by Michael Spiller. Uh-oh, don't spill that. Who directed 20 <laughs> episodes of Scrubs. Oh, hey, um, okay. He's directed episodes of Modern Family, New Girl, The Mindy Project, lots of Still current working. shows. He works a lot, and he basically just well, directs a lot of Well, I can see because it, it was a great episode. Yes, yeah, it was great. And it was written by Jenny Bix, who... Okay. Um, who followed us briefly. Followed us and, and unfollowed, unfollowed us on Twitter. Us, sure. um, shout out to Jenny. We love you. Um, you know what I, I wanted to call this episode, but me. it doesn't work. Twisted Sisters. Because, but it's the wrong it's the wrong hair metal band. 
we had Bon Jovi in this episode. I'm kind no, of spoiling cool. it right now. No, but that's cool. It's kind of no. the rock and roll. Um, no, I get it. Twisted Sister. And I like well, it. You know, hand, the game they play game, later. Yeah, yes. it was the game. We'll, we'll get there. I yeah. just kind of spoiled a little bit. No, it's, but no, this not this at episode all. had How dare so you? many nipples. So many nipples. Yes, nipples through the nipples. shirts, though. And well, and Miranda's. No nipple. one wore a bra. And so many boom mics. So we many saw two boom mics. One boom mic is too much, but we saw yeah. two in one episode. And you know what? I feel like okay. So wait, can a we scene... tell them where the boom yes. mics are so they can so, go yes. peep them? Boom mic them. alert! Uh, there's a scene. Is it Carrie and Samantha? They're in Carrie's apartment, and there's a TV in the background. And if you look in the reflection of the TV, there's a very obvious light. Like there's a big kind of. I can't um, believe no one noticed it. Yeah, it's and nuts. You can mic. clearly see the but guy. The, but the reason why it's so outrageous is because usually there's someone on set whose job sure. is to look into there's reflective surfaces. Yeah. Continuity supervisor. Well, there was a all second they had to do boom with, mic. I forget where it was. Well, all they had to do was shift the TV the other way. Yeah, yeah, just right? shift it slightly. Yeah. Just slightly. Now a few I degrees. will say, uh, Ricky, as a photographer, I'll be interested to know your answer. And I guess there's a difference between still photography. And and a moving picture and how you handle this but you know a lot of times you'll be watching movies or television shows and someone's wearing reflective sunglasses and you can't just, help but see the you light. just read my mind because I, I just went straight to my last shoot I I, I shot a, an actor who as he walked on set can I keep my glasses on yeah uh, I was already pre-lit you know we had been there all day oh. pre-lighting and you know I'm not one to say no yeah um and it, it was a, it's a challenge, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. some people just completely ignore trying to hide it at all. I mean, there's something kind of interesting about that. I mean, I don't think it's intentional, but it's a very like strange fourth wall moment where you're watching a TV show and someone's got glasses on. And in a great example, actually, is Back to the Future. If you watch the very opening scene with Michael J. Fox. He's got his sunglasses on. He's it's the scene where he yeah. plays the guitar and then Everything the yeah. speaker explodes. shoots yeah. back and explodes. <laughs> right. Right. Which is ridiculous and rude that he does that to yeah. Doc Speaker. It's rude. That's his friend, and he just ruined it's it. It's straight up rude. But Alec loves Back to the Future. I it's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> give me give me a tab. Tab? I can't give you a tab unless you order something. All right, give me a Pepsi free. You want a Pepsi, pal? You're gonna pay for it. Um, but um, if you look in his sunglasses, you can see kind of the lighting grid. Yeah. And I just love—I don't know—I I love the fourth wall. Of um, I I fairly recently revisited the Wonder Years. Like as soon as mm -hmm. it hit, I mean, this might have been a year ago. I don't know. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm so used to watching modern TV and and film where people are paying very close attention to this sort of thing. But like Paul, the character Paul mm -hmm. in the Marilyn Wonder Manson, Years. Marilyn Manson, you mean? <laughs> God. Right. Urban, urban myth. Urban uh -huh. legend. That urban, guy turned out to urban be. Urban myth alert. I the the meanest thing anyone ever said to me in high school, somebody was like, you look like Paul from The Wonder Years. Oh, I, I always said, thought he was cute. Fuck you. Don't say that to me. I always it's thought okay. he was cute. Anyway. Someone told me I look like Stanley Tucci the other day. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... And he's not a bad looking no, guy. I just don't all. see myself like that. No, anyway, you're no Stanley Tucci. The Paul character wears Anyways. glasses. It's part of his nerd dumb. And um, they're super, like... Like every yeah. single time he did, I'm not talking about seeing something in the reflection. Yeah. It's just yeah. light, like completely obscures his eyeballs because yeah. like there, there's no anti-reflective coat now, which is probably, um, 
accurate to the time period. Yeah. Like I don't right. think they had anti-reflective lenses. Problem. It makes a huge right. difference. Yeah, but yeah. it was I was just like, oh, like it well, was really distracting. And note to photographers out there, if you see a photograph you like, try to look at the eyeballs in the photos because eyeballs are reflective. You can see the light sources and you can see, oh, ooh, ooh, oh, they used a beauty dish. Ooh. Oh, there's a silk behind the photographer. Give me that dish. You can get that. Give I me know, that you get those beauty little dish. secrets. <laughs> I just Hashtag gave away all. beauty dish. Yeah. So um, if you want to take all my All right. Money. So at the opening of the episode, Carrie says something that I, I want to uh, yes. either agree with or challenge. Oh, yes. Which is, yep. she says, the best part of being out of relationship is all the time that you get to spend with your friends um yes. and uh I, what do you guys think about that i mean let's talk about let's talk about our experiences mm-hmm. with breakups how we dealt with them where we went i can start which is one time going through i was going through a bad breakup and the for me the worst part of a breakup is thinking about it like you can't escape well, your well, own. Sure. You can't escape your own brain, right? Uh-huh. Like you can't go on a vacation from yourself. No. Well, that's and what drugs and alcohol do for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gulp, gulp, gulp. But you don't. You didn't do that. But I did not indulge yeah. um, in those in those things. I I actually found in this instance it was interesting that it was di- like falling into creative pursuits that got me out of the situation, like really getting into music and film and all of these things really help but for you guys what do you do or what have you done in the past in a breakup what is your go-to kind of vice to get out of your own head after the breakup happens uh i'm kind of a serial monogamist so i haven't had a ton of time (laughs) to myself uh but i will say that um sure creativity um movies film mm-hmm. acting mm-hmm. yeah i guess yeah. do you were you would you talk about breakups like when you broke no. up you wouldn't i mean listen i've had my fair share of conversations with people actually i'm glad you brought this up because i've had my fair share of conversations with people about um you know what went wrong or whatever i'm not saying it's never happened but it's usually isolated to one conversation with each person who's important in my life, and then it's done. I hand I handle that stuff on my own, wow, which is probably not a good thing, um, mm-hmm. because I I when I I when I internalize emotional stuff, which I often do. Alec has seen this; it manifests physically in my body. Like I've broken out in rashes before. I have anxiety attacks. Like, but it's because I'm not like I'm not mentally processing it. At sidebar: I have a coworker who word vomits everything she's thinking yeah uh but and it it was like she's uh, we've been working together for i don't know a few months now and it took a little bit of time to get used to because it was just like whoa 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 like every like i'm talking every small issue she's got she's got to consult with everyone in the room about it she's like wait should i go move my car because like my meter's gonna run out soon. <laughs> okay. But watch le- out. But let me. But I'm I'm saying this just to it. She's way way opposite in the end of the spectrum from me. Um, like she's waiting on her boyfriend to propose right now, and she gives him a really hard time about how he hasn't yet. And she's not a listener, is she? Um. Thing, wait, what? So she's not a listener, is she? I don't get a it. Of the, of oh, well, oh well, actually, I, I'm coming around to um what. 
I, this is actually turning into a compliment. Positive. For her. Oh, okay. I, I actually, okay, I actually okay. will tell her to listen to this. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but no, I know, I know. It sounds like I'm going to a bad place <laughs> with this, but but my point is being around her, which is so very much the opposite of me. And she and I have had like conversations about it, where I say to her like, "Wow, you just like you're so communal. Like everything she d- she's." Her boy, her boyfriend, soon to be fiance. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if he gets Fingers his shit together, crossed. come on, Evan. Give him um, an ultimatum until I know, right? Christmas. Oh my gosh, that was in this episode. <laughs> um, her boyfriend is a resident. He's a doctor, and he. So she's actually going to a support group for spouses and girlfriends and boyfriends of people who are residents at this specific hospital. They go tour the hospital and then they have meetings and talk to each other about the stuff they're dealing with. Like she's very, she's a person who reaches out to other people. Mm-hmm. I, pro- I promise, there's a point to this. Like she, she, she asks for help. She knows how to ask mm-hmm. for help. She's not. Im- a lot of my reluctance to talk to people is part of it is I'm just a very private person, but also I'm very prideful. So I don't like people seeing me flawed. Um, I don't like seeing people seeing me look stupid or not know what I'm doing, just in general. But this coworker Can't, finds you have a booger hanging out of the oh nose right God. now. No, and, she doesn't. And the other nostril no, too. No, Jesus no, she Christ. <laughs> but this person I'm talking about, she's she's very willing and able and she's capable of of like saying her flaws and going like here i don't know what to do here i don't know tell me what to do help me yeah which i'm trying to learn from that because i it's while that's not how i naturally am inclined to be i think it's i think it is something i could have stood to do in the past um breakups just any kind of relationship things that are going on in my life like it can you can really benefit from having other people i this sounds so dumb to say because i'm like other people's advice can be helpful, but like for me, that's an alien concept because I always keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. Or I talk to Alec, or you know, like mm-hmm. it's I I'm trying to learn how to reach out to other people. I know it's a really long winded answer, but yeah, yeah. Ricky, how Ricky. about you? Um, so I've been f- through plenty of breakups. Um, I did sim- uh, I did relate to Carrie on on many levels in this episode on on s- some not on some levels for sure. Um. You know, I I am always usually pretty good about when I'm in a relationship, making it a point that, you know, I want each of us to do our own things. I Mm -hmm. want us to go see our friends. If you make plans and I'm not invited, awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that. I'm I'm Are you talking about mutual friends? Um, of the maybe I wasn't. Like if you you know like Ben has his own friends and if oh, he wants oh, to yes, go yes. go to see them and mm-hmm. you know if it's just them I do not get offended at all I completely understand like totally get out of the house like I can just chill it's you cool and, and and vice versa and, and yeah absolutely we spend so much time together so uh, when I when when I'm not in a relationship I I I I, I still see my friends I, I I try to I think I see them just as much as, as if I'm not in a relationship or in one. Um, you know, and I'm also freelance, so I'm a little bit spoiled and I can go to lunches and stuff while, while Ben's at work. Sorry, Ben. Um, <laughs> that has happened to Alec and I before where, yeah. you know, I've, well, like us sending pictures of us at breakfast when right. Alec is already at work I know, slaving it's, away sorry, and we're like, sorry, Alec. Alec, we're having pumpkin Look at these bagels. Cheese. Look how delicious this looks. Poor Alec. How's I'll work? remember this later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, and also I related to Carrie with the whole therapy thing because I love therapy well she doesn't love therapy but she went i love therapy we differ in the fact that she she she's not a believer in it and i am like completely i think everybody should sure go to therapy even if you're feeling healthy um but i I was also i was also really bothered by how quickly she sort of rebounded i know we'll get there but there didn't seem to be any sort of um 
cognitive struggle there, yeah. an emotional struggle with with jumping in the bed with with um, right. this guy in this episode because it was the first episode since yeah, the breakup. Right. And yeah, it, and there's that no real me. indication of how long it's been since yeah. they broke up. You well, know, everyone has their so ways and how long you need, but that bothered me. But it, it, back to me, I guess. Back to me. Yes, please. <laughs> um, it always comes well, and around. I also. <laughs> I also obsess a bit, and to, to my fault, I, I, I talk about it a lot. Sorry, Mom. You know, she gets all my bullshit. Yeah. Debbie Sue. Debbie Sue. Shout out to Debbie Sue. Um, <laughs> but she um, she hears it all, and and um, I, I obsess about it. I talk about it. I, e- even if it's just the, the words coming out of my mouth feeling... It, it it helps you feel me. better. It, yeah, yeah. Sometimes just saying some things out loud that are bothering you yeah. can almost certain problems can almost solve them. Yeah, I'm, I'm a word, word vomiter. But Carrie was a little bit irresponsible in this episode, mm-hmm. and was throwing big under the bus a lot. Which mm-hmm. some of it I agree with, but she was being very selfish. Yeah, and she was being um, she was being way too prideful. And, She's and like, oh well, he plays games. He yeah, this, he and does. so I tend when I, when I go through breakups, I go through that. I, I bash myself. Mm-hmm. I I look at myself. What did I do wrong? And I go to immediately that oh, I'm the common denominator. What that, this right. is what Carrie's um, therapist tells her in her first session. Um, Alec, I think we're safe. I don't think Ricky's going to realize how cool he is. Okay. <laughs> he thinks Thank he's God, like he thinks he's, he's got a lot well, of guys, secure. Yeah. Well, you guys know Thank this God. about me. I, you know, I, I talk about b- being fat or, or 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 not funny, and you know, please go to our Instagram not, page and see his guns. I'm not fat, okay, everybody, but I have things I need to work on with my self esteem. Oh, we all Jesus do. I have Christ. body dysmorphia. Anyways, so that so that carries. On oh, into yeah. <laughs> that yeah. carries on into um, my process of breaking up. Is I what did I do wrong? Oh my god, I need no, to work on myself. Which is good. It's good to self reflect and see how you can improve. But sometimes you can take it overboard. It, it, yes. it goes I mean, overboard, yeah. and then I have to be like, well, wait a minute. He did this, and uh-huh. yeah. I need uh-huh. I need to tune myself. Well, back what in. happens is yeah. what happens is, and this is true of everything. But you begin to self mythologize, and you begin to write the story. And if you're not careful, you write the story incorrectly. Like, oh, it was my fault that I did this that yeah. led to this that led to this, which isn't always necessarily true. But when you're in a breakup, emotions are high. You're fe- especially if the person broke up with you. You're feeling very bad about it's yourself. It's a horrible you're feeling. You've got to develop yeah. your own version, and sometimes. It, it, gosh, it, it goes it, to it a evolves dark place. And, yes. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Well, okay. Well, let's just say that, you know, this episode opens. Carrie and Big have just broken up, and all she's doing is venting to her friends. She's venting to Miranda. She's venting to Charlotte. She's venting to Samantha. In a town where everyone's dying to couple up, sometimes there's nothing better than being out of a relationship. You have time to do your laundry, freedom to play your favorite bad music really loudly. But the best part of being out of a relationship, plenty of time to catch up with your friends. I feel sorry for Big. I really do, because if you think about it, I was the best thing that ever happened to him. Actually, no, I giddy him, because I get to walk away and be me, and he has to walk away and stay him, you know? And who wants to be him when you can be me? I mean, I'm smart, I am funny. I was this this thing, you know? I was it. I mean, I, I was this magic moment. I, I was the abracadabra. I was totally the poof in the relationship. I mean, I've got more poof in one finger than he could ever have. I mean, geez, sometimes I poof just hailing a cab. So I guess it's better to know now. 
that I can go prove someone else. Someone who deserves me and not some screwed up, insecure guy who can't deal with a woman who's got her act together. Now, I'm going to end up deliriously happy and Big is going to die old and alone and I pity him. Really, I pity him. <sighs> Everywhere, every place they go, she's just word vomiting. And the, the, about the theme of it constantly. is kind of, um, you know, that I'm I'm fabulous. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't know deserve what he, me. Yeah. 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 And so we finally, I need a man who. Exactly. Yeah. We finally reach a place where the three ladies have an interfrenchion. What? All right, who's going to tell her? What? Honey, you're obsessed with talking about Big, and frankly, we can't take it anymore. It's out of our league. What is this, an intervention? Yes, stop her before she obsesses again. Isn't part of the whole breaking up process that you get free reign to whine to your friends? Of course you do. But maybe you should think about whining to a shrink. Why should I pay someone when we can talk for free and then go get a drink or whatever? I don't need professional help. I've got you guys. For about another 10 minutes. And then we're cutting you off. Cold turkey. Hey, I don't need therapy. I need new friends. Look, we're as fucked up as you are. It's like the blind leading the blind. Sometimes it helps to talk to somebody who's objective. Okay. I understand why you see a shrink, you know, because you're always in your head. But I'm fine. I am functioning. Besides, I don't really, to be honest, I just don't buy the whole shrink thing. And they say, okay, you're talking about this too much. You've got 10 more minutes, then we're cutting you off. You should see a shrink. Yeah, it doesn't matter do who's right and wrong here. I have a question. Do people call them shrinks anymore? I think that's an. I don't like that word. Thing. I don't yeah. like it at all. I think it's derogatory. It I'll is. just I'll just go ahead and say now that my dad is a therapist. My dad is mm -hmm. a psychologist. So I have a very Alex, unique perspective on Alex this Alex's dad works with people who've dealt with trauma, and he works with a lot of people who have PTSD. And I have generalized anxiety and he's given me tools to like help manage anxiety attacks and stuff he's great yeah. he's a very calming influence I'd say I that I'm talk to your dad. Uh, you I'm, should. He'll I'm be happy 90 percent of the person I am because of who my dad is because of the fact that he is a psychologist he taught me at a very young age that it's okay to talk about your feelings it's okay to be sensitive uh yeah please go ahead can I ask you to tell a story that I don't think you've told on Carry On because I just think it's adorable. Sure, I don't. The I don't. story about when your parents got divorced and you were little and and your dad sent you to his, a therapist. Oh sure. And well, what this happened? Is, this yeah, is not sure. relevant to this the story, is, but I just love not, this. Yeah, this is not super relevant to Carry On. Well, kind of is because Carrie goes to a therapist. All in right. This well, so when my parents got divorced when I was five. And uh, my dad was concerned that it might affect me negatively. Mm -hmm. So he um, started sending me to a child psychologist, a friend of his named Glenn. And uh, my memories of Glenn are very fond. Um, most of the time spent, uh, it was, uh, he had an office at the local university, this place in Rock Hill called Winthrop University. And um, we would just run around the halls playing with Nerf guns and he had like castles in his room. I mean, he was a child psychologist, so he knew how to relate to kids, you know. And so we'd be like in the midst of these Nerf battles and like, you know, just having fun, roughhousing and everything. And then he would occasionally ask me questions. I mean, he was very clever in that way that he would get me to open up, but I wouldn't realize it because, you know, we were having fun and we were playing mm -hmm. and he would start to, you know, say, well, how are you feeling? Like, you know, how are things with your dad? 
dad right. or things with your like, mom. They're pretty fine. And he's like, yeah. look out, I'm going to shoot my Nerf gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So one day um, we're out in the hall, like in this dormitory. And um, I asked him, I was like, what happens when you pull a fire alarm? And he was like, you want to find out? And I was like, are you serious? I can? You give me permission? And he was like, yeah, fuck it. Wait, how old are you now? Uh, probably five. like oh, five wow. or six. Um, and he's like, yeah, pull it, pull the fire alarm. <laughs> so I'm like, seriously? <laughs> he's like, yeah, do I it. I love this story. So I pulled the fire alarm. Everyone in the building evacuates. The fire, like, you know, like sprinklers, what? like, are going off and all this shit. The building's evacuated. The, the <laughs> like, all, you know, like, three fire trucks They come run out. outside. The fire you, there. Everybody's outside. Everybody's flipping out. And Glenn, he's like, listen, don't tell anybody you pulled the fire So he alarm. just stands there with five-year-old Alec and just yeah, pretends, like, trapped. I don't know who yeah, did that. Yeah, so the fire, the fire chief or whatever is like, what happened? Glenn's like, I have no idea. <laughs> Talk about a way to earn a child's trust. Oh you know my I mean? God. Isn't that the best? Yeah. Yes. I wow. love this man. I know, I know what it feels like to, to grab that fire. Oh. Everyone's had that thought. Like, oh I'm God, so jealous. Good for like you. Congratulations. Pull? It feels exactly like a vagina. I'll say that. It's Ooh. like touching of a vagina. Wow. So, yeah. It's exactly now I know. Like yeah. <laughs> now you um, know. So, uh, okay. So, anywho. So, Carrie, uh, you know, the, the girls are like, listen, um... We can't hear you talk about this shit anymore. Like we have Which I respect them for. Big. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Well, it's like there is a point where, come on, we've we've really overindulged what you're saying. And there's a point when people begin to repeat themselves. Oh, right. God. And over well, and, again. and you do need your friends to be there for you, but they, they she overstayed her welcome. Yes. <laughs> and that's what they said. They're like, we've been happy to listen to you, but we, can't, uh -huh. we just can't yeah. anymore. So they, they send her to a therapist. Somehow she gets hooked up with Dr. Dr. G, who I guess is like the therapist to the stars. Dr. G, oh my God, she is hot, hot, hot. Gwyneth Paltrow sees her. Why does she go to a shrink? She suffers from high self-esteem. Yeah, Stanford's like, She knew Ooh. how to accessorize a shelf. Oh, and by the way, speaking of Stanford, I loved him talking about therapy because I just pictured him in therapy with Jamie Lee Curtis from Freaky Friday. <laughs> oh my God. Be because, um, yes, mashup. What's the actor's name? Mark Harmon? Willie Garson. Willie Garson yeah. is in Freaky Friday. Oh, Willie Garson, yeah. And he's in I didn't know with, that. With he's Jamie in Lee a Curtis. lot of stuff. He's on Friends. He's a, he's really funny in uh, Freaky but Friday. But I, I agree with you. I think it is really funny how he talks about therapy because that's a very New, New York, L.A. kind of way to think about it where it's like, oh, yes, everybody does this. Right. I, he has three different therapists. He has yeah. one where he wants to feel beaten down. One, yeah. <laughs> Now my Something dad, like my dad says this. I, I think that you know it's it's probably different for every person, but my dad says that the mark of a good therapist is is a person who listens and who asks questions, mm -hmm. but isn't isn't a person isn't who's directive. telling you things. The, a good psychologist doesn't tell you what to do. A psychologist helps you get to the answers, but he doesn't provide the answers or he or oh she. Oh my god, you do that answers. to me. Well, it's I'm having an That's a very right real now. thing that Alex is describing. When I have describing. problems, Alec does that. You do that for me. Yeah. You ask me all kinds of different questions and you're like, I'm not you know, I'll I'll overreact sometimes and I'm like, Well, I can't blah 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 and you're like well, I'm not telling you to. Right, I'm just yeah. asking you what if. Well, Let's yeah. just imagine a couple of scenarios. Yeah. You sneaky devil. Yeah. It works, Thanks. though. It's a very real method that he's describing. Um, I experienced it. I went, I had therapy for, I went to therapy for a year 
it was in 2012, mm-hmm. I think. Um, loved her. Um, and I was, I was, at the time, I was very frustrated because I wanted her to tell me Mm-hmm. What you're to supposed feel. to help me. Yeah, yeah. I, and she was doing that thing where she was asking a lot of questions and having me figure it out on my own, and I felt stuck at times. Um, but she doesn't want. She didn't want me to leave without the tools to do it myself. Yeah. Um, you know, I had gone through this trauma in my life, and I had no answers anymore, and I needed someone to give them to me. Right. And that's not what a therapist should do. No. Um, they're, they're there to help you develop the answers on your own. Yeah. And it was hard because um, I, I was getting impatient and, you know, God bless her now and I'm able to appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you well, know. Carrie's therapist kind of does something similar. She kind of lets Carrie talk and the therapist is, Dr. G, is very comfortable with silence. You know, Carrie's like, Carrie's kind of taking jabs at her and saying, well, that's a little easy, blah, blah, blah. And then she just sits there. So, Carrie, tell me why you're here. Well, my friends can't handle me anymore. You're like very expensive foster care. What's bothering them? They tell me that I talk about my ex-boyfriend too much. But that's normal, right, after a breakup? I don't like the term normal. Oh. No, of course you don't, because you wouldn't have any patience. (laughs) So tell me about him, the ex. You know, uh, I have to be honest here. Um, I'm not sure I really believe in therapy. I'm more of a solve your own problems kind of gal. He was smart. He was sexy, just totally screwed up. He was playing all these games, and I I didn't know the rules. You were playing games? No, he was. I was just along for the ride. And what about you? Was this the first time you dated a man who couldn't give you what you wanted? Well, that's a little easy, don't you think? Okay, yeah, maybe I've dated men who are wrong for me, but who hasn't? The the thing they have in common is you. What's your point? Maybe you're picking the wrong men. And then Carrie's like, okay, okay, here's the thing. Yeah, kind of forces her into an answer. Right, which was that, did you experience, was that kind of what was frustrating to you about your therapist, or... Did, did, did you remember if that was... Um, you know, I always I always respected my therapist. I just wanted her to... Because she had dealt with a lot of patients that had gone through similar things, and I wanted her to tell me... You know, she can't tell me about other patients. Of and You know, but I wanted to know. And yeah. I like, wanted I to do the therapy anybody. my way, but yeah. um, we did it her way, and... Um, you know, oh, I miss her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was I was frustrated with myself and not, not necessarily with her because she was a very good therapist. Um, 
But um, I, I do think that the therapist in this in this episode went a little bit quick to yeah, too uh, quick. oh she yeah. went a little bit quick to, to pin Carrie as That's being TV the common denominator. You. She didn't yeah it was TB they yeah. had to they kind of had to had put to it in a nutshell point. for us. But yeah she yeah. was very quick. Yeah to well pin in the therapy Carrie. session Carrie is saying you know Big played a lot of games and that's kind of the theme of this episode is. You know, in relationships, people play games. And the women, the ladies that we love so much, all have a conversation about being in a relationship and playing games. On one side, it's essential to play games when you're in a relationship. On the other side, you should never be playing games in a relationship. Mm -hmm. My question to you guys is... Have you been in both kinds of relationships? Have you been in the very honest relationships? Have you been in the relationships where everything did feel like a game? I'll start. I'll say that I was in a relationship at one point where, it, at least to me, everything did feel like it was a game of some sort. And it wasn't, you know, in by the way, way, those are the you... worst kinds of relationships sure. because you never feel comfortable. But do you, you know, mean, I always in felt what like ways I didn't... do you feel like it was a game? Like, did you could you feel like the other person was like doing something strategically to like invoke yes. a response? And of course, or... look, the the truth of that situation is, it could be true. It could be all in your head. When I reflect on it now, I feel like maybe it was all in my head. Maybe it was, you know, we all carry emotional baggage with yeah. us out of other relationships and there were things that this person was doing that I was like, oh, they're doing this thing on purpose or they're trying to get a reaction out of me. But that's my interpretation of their behavior. Like, sure. holy shit, they're playing games with me. Well, shit, I can play games too. Mm. And, and mm -hmm. that is a very dangerous situation you find yourself in. The truth is, if you're in a relationship with somebody You've got to trust them. You have to trust them. And when game playing is happening, doesn't that mean that you don't trust them? Doesn't that mean that they're saying one thing, but you actually believe that something else is going on? Isn't that the heart of what game playing is? Sure. Like, here's a perfect example. This is a very benign example, but it's like, you know, hey, do you want to hang out Friday night? I don't know. I may have other plans uh -huh. that night. Uh -huh. I mean, that's, that's, very, that's kind of very benign, yeah. but it's like, well, isn't that a game? It's like, what are you trying to, you know? Well, it feels like, like kind of like, like, an, like an economist, like, oh, we're trying to like increase the value quotient or something where like, you know, instead of just going like, oh, yes, it's like, oh, well, I don't know. I might have plans to kind of yeah. give the other person an, person an impression of who you are or yeah. what you... Uh, Personally, I've been in, I'm not, I don't think I've been in relationships where I would say like game playing was going on, but like when I was a teenager, you know, I, I remember dealing with a boyfriend who, you know, was very coy and very withholding and wouldn't, he didn't, he, he didn't wear his heart on his sleeve. It was very much like I, I was always, I, he did love me, but he was always trying to, um, I don't know. He just kept me at arm's length, I guess. Yeah. I'm a pet peeve of mine is people who use the words like game playing or drama when yeah. they describe like relationships or or dating because I feel like that's so self-imposed like you just opt out of that if someone's doing that they're not for you mm -hmm. like right. that's not it's um I, but I also I'm kind of jumping people all over the place but I also easily. well I also believe that 
Um, sometimes people behave that way because they're told that they should by their friends. They're told, like, for instance, um, I mean, here's a good ex example. Um, when Alec and I first started dating, yeah. when we first became romantically involved almost 10 years ago. Wow. I know. Um, we, so there was, uh, you, you might be able to help me with this, but okay. like there was a situation where it's like we had, um, slept together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know a, a way we had done euphemistically the dirty. They had say sex. that. We had PIV. <laughs> Insert Samantha going, I have sex yeah. <laughs> in the second movie. Um, but then, you know, it was, uh, kind of like we didn't know each other that well. Yeah. But then the next day you told me about like, kind of like you're in your head, you were kind of flipping back and forth. Like how soon do I text her back? Am I making this up? No, no, you're not at but all. I think this, yeah, people, yeah. I think people go through that. Um, and they ask their friends and they're like, and I think a lot of people have certain rules that yeah. they that they stick to, like, oh, well, you shouldn't text them right back because then you'll seem desperate. You were or, super sly, as I recall. I we, was. We had, I promise I wasn't. We went on a game. date. We hooked up. We didn't actually sleep together that night. We just we oh, basically God. did I'm, everything but I'm, remember those I'm days. Remember yeah. slutty. Um, it was, memory it was slutty. I'm a memory so slut. Yeah, it yeah. was slutty, but um, <laughs> it was like she she left my apartment as the sun was going up. It was oh, one of those woo! kind of situations. Walk of shame. Um, yeah, and, girl. Uh, and I walked and, the, the 100 feet to my apartment yeah. building that was next door. And I remember I went to class. It was the day before Thanksgiving break, or it was the day of Thanksgiving break in school, and I was going to drive from Chapel Hill back to North uh -huh. Carolina. And so like we had hooked up and I hadn't heard from her and I was like do I text her back do I not and then she I had told her about my dog Libby who's still alive shout out to Libby's Libby. shining pink butthole hey baby if Libby. we haven't shown no, you pictures Libby has no. the perfect anus ask Daniel it she, is the perfect I don't pink know butthole. it's the pinkest most say. perfect cleanest butthole you've you ever seen you can't describe a dog's asshole yes as being we can perfect. <laughs> you haven't seen it it's a shining star fruit it's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, it's teach me really some things. Quite yeah. lovely. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, um, I'm not staring at my dog's butthole. <laughs> by the way, we've just, just all noticed. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I had told Cat about Libby, not Libby's butthole, but just Libby <laughs> as a dog, and uh, she texted me very cleverly because oh I was going to go to class and then drive home to Charlotte. She texted something along the lines of "Drive safe." Tell Libby I said hi. Which is that not the perfect text to send somebody after you've hooked it's up with them, but generic. you don't know them very I care well? About you, you can't see I me right now, you. but I look proud. Yeah, uh, but I will say. That I wonder. Do you I know how long you thought about that? I or no? Do you know I how much that text meant to him until I now? <laughs> I still remember it. Yeah. Listen. I will say that I'm sure that I thought about what I was going to say, and I'm sure that I didn't send it immediately. I'm sure I thought about it and took a moment. Um, but none of that was from a conscious place of, like, game playing. It was just a little bit of background. I, I will tell you that it is, it is, it is, it was strictly from a place of, I don't want to screw this up. And I can prove it by saying, you could interview my mother and my aunt, who, both of whom were with me at Thanksgiving dinner, which was you know, a day or two after this took place where we first kind of made out and did other things. Mm -hmm. I didn't eat Thanksgiving dinner that year. I couldn't eat. I was so Girl. in love. I couldn't eat. 
I'm s- leaving right now <laughs> so that they can fuck. I'm serious. <laughs> I sat at Thanksgiving and I nibbled like a bird. And I listen, I love Thanksgiving. I love food. I couldn't I couldn't think about anything Are else. And I was talking no. So and I was talking to my mom and my aunt and I was just like like my stomach was in nuts because so- I was just I was just so in love. That's the stuff they talk about when you, they talk about love makes you fucking crazy. I could I just couldn't. My body wouldn't. My hand is food. on Alex's knee right now. <laughs> and so, what I'm I I for me any any time with that kind of stuff where it was like, um, ooh, I better not text back too soon. It was just like I don't want to ruin this. In any way, so I'm nervous to like say anything like that. That's all it was ever about. It, it for me, I've never, I don't think ever once thought to myself, okay, well, mm, I want this person to think that I'm X, Y, or Z, so I'd better text them back this thing, but I'd better wait 30 minutes because I don't want to seem to never. Jesus Christ, you're not I think that shit all the time. <laughs> I'm being yeah. real with you. I mean, I, I mean, I, I feel like so much of life is perception yeah and you know for better or worse you know part of me is a writer and part of me is a trying to um fashion situations in the best way possible and that's part of relationships too i'm not saying i I don't think about that stuff i'm just saying i don't do it i guess when i think about game playing i think about it being malicious not malicious just manipulative yeah well i think the 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 games nowadays are so different because of texts texting grinder back in 1999 when this episode aired that didn't exist it really didn't and you know i'm sure there there are equivalents to the kinds of games that people i think like carrie screening her calls right things like that yeah right but the the games are so can you imagine if carrie had had text messaging no she'd be oh, batshit oh crazy God. oh boy so all first right. of all th- i gotta thank you for telling me uh, that story oh no, i now know that all of my relationships are, are never going to measure up or, or, or <laughs> they're just well that's what i knew which is why Alec and i are together no i love my boyfriend but y- you guys are just that's well just, i mean listen we, this, we have our moments for sure but, but i but and i if someone else told me that i'd be like oh my god what is this puppy love? Which it was, but t- almost ten years later, it's very much it's very much something different. But it's also, um, I don't know. I just love him. So I got some games. <gasps> oh, tell me, girl. Um, <laughs> so I um, I'm I'm a very I, I you ever see that movie? He's not he's just not that into mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. When I watched that movie, it was kind of a game changer for me because it was all of those games yes uh, that people play we haven't gotten and to that episode of sex in the city yet thanks greg barrent oh that's right that's where it, it came started from. In, in a sex in the city episode oh my god yeah but please i didn't even know i was no, making a sex in the city on. reference you were <laughs> nicely done ricky Good for you. Uh, thank you um but there was a man in my life um some years ago and it was it was so he he reminds me or big i should say big reminds me so much of this guy in that he is smart and passionate and sweet. And, you know, you put yourselves in a room together and it works. Mm-hmm. And then out in the world is a whole different situation oh. because here Big is wanting to go to, was it Paris? Yeah. yeah. Wanting to go to Paris just sort of unannounced. And, and you know, I respect individualism and, you know, um, wanting your own time. Independence. And, 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 like you said, Ben, whole, going off to with his sure, friends. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, but, um, this individual was, you know, he was, he was, he would tell me things like, 
I've never met anyone like you. No, no one makes me feel the way you do. I, I told my mom about you. I never tell people these. I, t I never tell my mom about people. My friends are all scared for me, and so my heart is going pitter pitter. This sounds emotionally manipulative. And then, and then I wouldn't hear switch, from him. Right? And then I wouldn't hear from him. Mm. And so I'm, and, and then I'm sitting there watching my, you know, my phone and watching for that dot, 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 you know, are you typing oh, or not? And that I, dot, and dot, I dot. Get, yeah. And I get so caught up in that game and I'm, and I become a player in it yeah. yep. and it, it's so manipulative and it's so, it was so, and at the end of the day, it was like, you know, it, this shouldn't be work. You know, yeah. I should, you know, you shouldn't put me through this. You gotta, you gotta behave the way you speak to me. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, the man for me doesn't do this to me. You right. Know? Yeah. He's there. You're not, not, I don't need you to text me every minute of the day and tell me where you are, but right. for God's sake, you're giving like, that right let's now, follow up on what you just talked. You're giving that carry like in the season in the series finale like I'm looking for love yeah live with inconvenience oh shit ridiculous I don't know, you know? and I, I don't think I'm that not. love is here in this beautiful right. hotel room right. with right. you and to Russian my, and just so I can steal a little bit of your thunder um but but I found I, I my, my my boyfriend Ben is is so there's it's there's no so Ben sexy oh, he's he just so delicious sexy. he's just this little islander piece of sex and perfect he, hair perfect body perfect he's, tattoos just everything he's so adorable he's the best thing for me and it's so and the, the reason why is because it's so simple yeah. there's none of that yeah it's you say it when you mean it and you follow through and, and there's there's nothing else yeah there's nothing else yeah so there's nothing cry. but love, so it's it's great. yeah it, it is it's, it's amazing well you said yeah. you said something earlier that i think is important and ties back to the episode which is you know, that you, when you're breaking up, sometimes you say, oh, the common denominator is me. Yeah. And that's what the psychologist it's, says it's to great Carrie. Point. Yeah. She says, you know, all of these men, the common denominator is you. And maybe I wish she had said that in maybe man. her third session, but she was right. right. Yes. She was right. And this so, is TV speed, I right. guess. She was but right. what happens with Perfectly Carrie, cast therapist, by the way, if yes, you haven't already I said that. Would. She is a therapist. Yeah, she's great. So, so what happens is Carrie, um, in her sessions with Dr. G, she starts seeing this very handsome man come out of his sessions right before hers, starring, Ooh. guest starring, the... Huh? Keep talking. We're halfway there. Slippery when wet, John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Those giant white teeth. He's Gorgeous. the giantest, whitest. I couldn't more. stop looking at his teeth and his mouth. Did anyone else notice that <laughs> shot of him standing in front of Carrie and like the shot is from behind and his butt is taking up most of the frame? He and is his, so he's sexy. He's got that like cowboy stance where he's like his hip is popped. Yeah. yeah. Woo woo. He's I, so cute. I can't. I refuse and to he's believe tiny, he which came. Is even cuter. He's yes. Tiny. I refuse to believe he came from the bog of New Jersey, but I guess he did. <laughs> You so, can hear it in his voice. He says, in his accent, he says something like, um, I, I, I want to go to dinner. You want to go to dinner with me? Like, he's, yeah. he, like his uh -huh. accent is a little bit, like, just barely Jersey. So really um, I guess we'll barrel, barrel through this since we're 50 minutes in. But um, oh, hey. so uh, so Carrie, uh, she's being flirtatious with this guy, John Bon Jovi. I think his name is Seth in this episode. It is. But come on. It's just John Bon Jovi. It's bon Jovi. Like, let's yeah. not even fuck around here. He's a photographer. He's, He's a photographer. photographer. They, they call him that, but we never see him photographing anything. No. Um, uh, and so... He's coming out, and she she is definitely affected by this guy because she wears her sexiest dress. 
to her which session. is beautiful it's, it's gorgeous beautiful her tits are out her boobs look great yeah and so great. it does catch his attention and now yeah. i know what you guys have been referring to that 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 uh, straightened hair. <gasps> yes. I hadn't gorgeous? seen it. It's yeah. so I love straight hair. Thicker. It looks great Beautiful. on her. Yeah, this is. Oh, it's like at this... the end of Hocus Pocus when all of yes. a sudden Sarah Sanderson's yeah. hair is straightened for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> I well, we watched. <laughs> she we looks watched beautiful. It. Yes, we yeah. watched it. What was it last night? Yeah, yeah. I did too. I saw I... their post on Instagram and I put uh-huh. it on. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're we're we're. You're welcome. I was We're Sanderson in the same sisters. Room. But yeah, her hair curly in the beginning. By the way, I've seen that movie a thousand times, and, and it's completely it wasn't until last night end. that I noticed. And I was yeah. like, "What the hell happened to her?" Hair? <laughs> it looks great on her. It you does look great. I'd be interested to know who the DP of this episode was, oh. because they lit her so well <gasps> she in this was episode. Gorgeous. She was absolutely flawless in this episode, and that's not always true. And whatever they did, I, you know, I, actually, I. This will be interesting to track a little bit, but I feel like in some ways when she's when she's lit very flat, like very evenly on the face, she looks very Michael good. Spiller directed and DP'd. He was the cinematographer as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Um, that's really strange. Um, well, anyway, she looked gorgeous. I'm getting off track because <laughs> John Bon Jovi and her, they flirt. They go out on a date. It's a very sexy. Electric. It is you can the see best. flames came out of our television. Yeah, I mean, it is honestly There's chemistry. one of the most charming. They're dates. commiserating on like their therapist's office. It's like their kids being like, "What's up with her plant?" All over town, people were getting lucky. Seth and I were having a great first date at coffee shop. Oh, oh, and what about the plant? I know. She always has it in a different place. Maybe it's some sort of. Dr. G psychological test. Mm, that's it. It's where's Waldo. Yeah. Oh, and it needs to be watered. It's plastic. Are you sure? I touched it. You touched Dr. G's plant? I've been going to her over a year. I got bored. And you came along. Well, that's sweet. No, it's true. There was something about him. I felt like I could talk to him about anything. And in the spirit of psychological health and not playing games, I decided to be honest. I like you. I like you too. If oh she God, wasn't married it? to Matthew Broderick, I would have thought they would have had sex. Sure. Yes. Uh, off camera. They, <laughs> because yeah. they, 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 they might made, They made, they, they just may. Because I'm they wondering if she's a beard for him anyway. But <laughs> oh, <come laughs> continuing on. on. So I'm just going to fly right through yeah. this. So they go back to her place. They're making out a little bit. He notices her twister game. Ooh. Again, thematically, she's we're into the game. next to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what she's wearing. If I saw that on Cabana the street. Cabana Girl. Ooh. I would fall over because all the blood from my legs would go to my penis That's right. and I would no longer be able to All the walk. blood she went amazing. to my penis. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they play Twister. Thematically, we're in the games thing. Ooh. He sees Twister. They play Twister. It's very sexy. We all realize sexy. off camera, like are that watching Twister it, that Twister's weird. the weirdest game ever, and we all played yeah. it, but now we realize it's so weird. Yeah. Like, why are you making all these kids touch each other? <laughs> why are you doing yeah. that? But you know what I think is interesting, too? This is a, a very small pet peeve, but... We can talk about whatever we want. Yes, we can. God damn it. She's. Uh, she's sockless, but he's still wearing his socks. Ew, I feel like he? a guy wearing socks is like probably the grossest thing you know, ever. Recently, <laughs> though, here's the thing. I recently I read recent studies said that people are more more likely to climax and and will climax more quickly if they're wearing socks during sex. What? Read it. Look it up. Just Google that. Wow. 
I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Honey, I put hate on three wearing pairs socks. of socks and hopefully I'll give you an O. Oh, <laughs> oh um, come on. Once in 10 years. Once in 10 years. I'll do it. Could you imagine just being nude, having sex with a pair of like porn socks this is like, on? This They're is a same. whole porn Unless thing. This is a porn thing is where it? people make fun of guys in porns. Because for whatever in reason. In porns? Yeah, that's in right. Porns. The plural of Because they're, they're wearing boots or, or baseball jerseys, baseball pants and stuff like that. Well, and they're always that. wearing white tube socks. Tube socks, yeah. Oh. Like it'll be a really it's a very, sexy it's, woman it's, in high heels and looking Well, it's kind of whatever. the equivalent to a, a woman in porn wearing like a, a schoolgirl uniform. It's kind of a boyish thing. Yeah. Think, oh, to wear tube sure. socks. Yeah. 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 I think that's where that Do, um, If they're comes smelly, from. even. All the better, right? Because that's more. Yeah, yeah they're like kind like of brown. They're kind of brown. Wait, like, and they're oh, hanging off of the toe a little bit. Yeah. Like they oh. started to take them off. They didn't finish taking them off. I knew a guy. I'm gonna be sick. I knew a guy. Speaking of games, I knew a guy that was so obsessed with dirty socks. He wouldn't want dick pics. He wouldn't want anything. He no. wanted pictures of my dirty socks, or he wanted me. To wear my underwear, I just took this to a real place tonight. <gasps> he so wanted glad. me to wear my underwear like three days in a row and send it to him. And he wanted people but, pay but, for that. But you could monetize. That's right. I know. I remember that story on a few episodes ago. Um, but uh, but yeah, dirty socks. He loved that's dirty sensitive. socks. He wanted me to send them to him. God, people Ooh, have the strange. They do, and I love it. Um, anyway, I okay. told him I wasn't stinky enough for him. I. I which is fine with me. It didn't work out. No, I think that's all right. Um, So what ends up happening is they sleep together and it's very sexy. And uh, I think that the the resolution of this storyline is pretty clever. It's hilarious. So as we recall, uh, earlier the therapist said to Carrie, you always choose the wrong men. And Carrie says to John Bon Jovi, which I think is a strange thing to say to someone, why are you in therapy? Yeah. It's a very personal. It's a very personal I mean, question. I guess his penis was just in her vagina, but whatever. I don't know. So, Somehow that seems less intimate than asking someone why they've been in therapy for yeah. a year, which yeah. she knows he has been. And he says, I always sleep with women and then immediately lose interest in them. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Which is fantastic. It's so After funny. sex. Yeah. Which is fantastic. And she just rolls over. And he says, why are you in therapy? And she says, I always choose the wrong men. Which, yeah. again, she has chosen the wrong man. Yeah. Um, so, and then I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Is that right? Yeah. That which she says that starts is her again. listening to bad music. But I would argue that that's no, not a bad great. song at all. That's a fantastic song. It's a fucking song. perfect song. So, uh, anywho... Let's talk about the Samantha storyline really oh, quick just to get and out then can of the way. Can we talk about Miranda as well? Yes, well, let's, okay. speak, let's just speak to the fact that Charlotte is, she appears in one scene, two scenes. Yeah. And oh, in yeah. the was one scene in where this? they're walking down the street, she's wearing a, basically a prom dress and her hair is in a yes. do ball, yes. as people would call it when I was, when, I'm from the do South. ball. Listen, <laughs> y'all, let me just get real. Gross. Like My hair right now is in a do ball. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. I am not, <laughs> no, I'm not, not, Ricky. I'm telling you where I am from. I'm from North Carolina. And I don't, I think people would call like a messy bun or whatever, but where I'm from when I was growing up, they say like, I'm going to put my hair in a do ball. Oh, it sounds like shit. I'm sorry. Like a poo ball. <laughs> I never <laughs> thought about it. And I forgot that term until just now. 
Um, but but anyway, so no Charlotte storyline. Let's go with Samantha real quick, which is just that they the girls go to a bar, blah blah blah. Like men and women, who men like sports, women don't like sports. It's sports Again, night. They get we're free on beers. The games people play. Yeah. It's a game metaphor. They go to this sports bar. Samantha sees this guy who looks like a Peanuts character. Yeah, I, I think Samantha <laughs> had some beer goggles on or she, something. Yeah, yeah. Her, from Sorry. her zero sips of beer. Sorry, I don't I like doing was, that. He but... was not an unattractive man, no. but again, he was just kind of that, nothing. Like, Mozart hair. Hey, or yeah, he looks like he looked like a beer. He looked like a beer belly mad scientist to me. Well, and um, I'm sorry. It's. Clearly, because I'm 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 not a sh- uh, uh, I'm I'm a gay man, but that's so not attractive. A guy sitting at a bar shouting out a sports game. I don't. Get yes, it. wearing Wait, Tommy Bahama. I thought like I wrote Kat's this dad. down, but what did yeah. you say about his Tommy hair Bahama. when they were at his place watching? Someone said something about his realness. What was it? Oh, was it oh Albert God. Einstein realness? It was something like that. Yeah, um, it wasn't that, but no, it was sticky that. uppy. You know. Yeah. No, he's got like hair. he's got like Doc Brown hair. Doc Brown realness. That's <laughs> yeah. what you said. He knows yeah, so, Scott. So um, she, you know, she, he'll all, he he has great sex with Samantha. She's, she's turned only... on. I, I do want to mention that they're in the bar and she's watching him go like, get in there, and he's like yeah. yelling and she's, she's getting off. scared. And she's like, Ooh, she's yeah. got a contact high from all this testosterone, as yeah. she says. But it turns out that she will only get laid if the Knicks. Win. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and so, so gets she real becomes invested in the Knicks yeah. and if they're going to win or not because Which she yeah. was like, sex. Just walk outside and find another guy. Later, yeah. Samantha in like season three would just be like, fuck this. I'm going to go find some other dude. Yeah. But yeah. In this so, one, she's like dependent upon one man for sex, apparently. Yeah. But so, she says it's fabulous. really good sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. The resolution of this storyline is that, uh, you know, the Knicks end up winning and she's there and she's ready to do it. But he immediately turns to baseball and the Mets, who are just a continuously losing team. And she ain't nobody got time for that. Ooh. Sorry. Oh, interesting that you said, is my phone off? Well, that was <laughs> my timer quick. for Carry On. I'm oh, sorry. Oops. Okay, We're now fine. at nearly an hour. Okay, so let's let's finish off with our favorite. Well, Samantha Wait, had so a really... Oh, yeah, sorry. Please, no, yeah, no please, please, Samantha. Please. I'm like, sorry. I don't We're, think we finished Samantha. Yeah, yeah, we oh, I, I'm so, well, Samantha had a really good line that I wrote down here. You can't swing a Fendi purse without knocking over five losers. I just really liked that. <laughs> I love that. Which is, I think you that's know, right. There I, were a I, lot of great lines in this I, episode. Yeah. Oh, really? A, Shout out is, to Jenny there, Bix. There is a line that I take issue with, which I wrote down here. Somebody said, um, it's great to give a blowjob because you can have your hands free to wave to dignitaries. Welcome, And I yeah. just have to say... That if your hands are free, you're not giving a very good blowjob. I can't agree with you. Because a BJ is a combination of the mouth and the hand. Listen, you're not sucking it like a lollipop, okay? That's not what's happening here. It's not a Dyson on my wiener. You gotta have some hand action too, okay? Hashtag Dyson on my wiener. What the mouth is doing to confuse that dick? Yeah. Oh God! I wish I had a penis to be like what? Yeah, I want my. I want. Like basically, a blowjob should be like P90X, but instead of muscle <laughs> confusion, it's penis confusion. Uh huh. Exactly. Um, I sorry, wish Kat, sorry. I could. No, I'm just jealous because I wish I could have <laughs> yeah. a penis just for a day. I have dreams sometimes that I'm a guy having sex with a girl. Like it, probably once a year, I'll have this dream, Ooh. and I feel like then 
in the dream, I know what it's like to have a penis and like have sex as a man. Oh. It's all I want is just just for one day to just walk around, touch it, look at it, jump up and down in the mirror, floppity flop flop, have sex yeah. with some women, and then I can be a woman. I guess I love being a woman. Can I tell you something? I can say I've never felt I've wanted a vagina. Sorry. You, it's okay. It's it's like a horror movie. Down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm not gonna follow that with anything no. else. Oh, okay. Let so, that sit there. Yeah. So, so we got Miranda now. Yeah. So let's talk about. I Miranda do want to mention one thing, Daniel Matthew. I'm so so sorry to tell you this. Those motherfucking talking heads were back in this episode. Yes. We thought we were done. Like the pilot episode again. We thought we were done and we're not. I don't know why they felt the need to inject it. This episode did not need it. I didn't feel like, oh, this is really dragging. Please give me some shitty testimonials. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even listen to them. It felt very injected in the the edit. Like, whoa, whoa, we're here again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, No, it was not necessary at all. I went out with this girl on Saturday night. We had a great time. So I didn't call her again until Thursday. You know, so I didn't see him either. I went out with this guy on Saturday night. I thought we had a great time. The asshole doesn't call me until Thursday. I screened his call and didn't return it until Monday. I gave my boyfriend an ultimatum. Proposed by Christmas or it's over. My girlfriend said that was a game. I think it was just smart. Besides, if he doesn't come through, I can always secretly get pregnant. So, uh, Catherine, please walk us through the Miranda story Um, line. well, <laughs> um... F- Insert blasty jazz here. <laughs> Such good music. Anyway. Okay, scuttle. I know. <laughs> oh, God. That was good. Do you hear it? Take this snarf blat and comb your yeah. hair. Look at this. Wow. This is special. This is very, very unusual. What? What is it? It's a dingle. Um, so Miranda is at home in her apartment. She's like half in a glass of wine. She's like, I'm a successful lawyer in my apartment that I bought myself. Where's Fatty? And she notices, where is Fatty? And she notices this sexy guy across the air shaft. I love this It's the best. It's one of my favorite It's so funny. So Mm. she looks at him and he's kind of like smiling and she hides Behind, she hides like, behind her and then wall. She peeks back out again, and he's still and he's smiling. Still She's there, like, giving him, Ooh. giving her that sex eye. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then we see, you know, maybe it was it's so the well next directed. Night. It was. Yeah. Maybe the next night she sees him, and he's like giving her a little tease. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna show you a little touch. Oh yeah, he was Ooh. in his, he was in his towel. Yeah, and you see that butt. Yeah. Kind of flashed one cheek. Yep. You see a little bit of that rump roast. And she's like, you know what? You give me a little bit and of that rump like, roast. And she's like, I've got my kimono realness. I'm yeah. going to unbutton she my... She pulled a Nev candle and just did one tissue. <gasps> yeah, she, one yeah she gave one milk bag. Would you settle for a PG-13? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my oh, Alec. God. No one has ever made me laugh like RuPaul. Thank <laughs> you. That was it. a RuPaul cackle. So <laughs> A milk bag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... <sighs> Uh, out of her kimono. So, oh. you know, they're having their sexy flirtation just across the way. And I, can I just say, I live downtown yeah. and there are buildings across. We don't have, we have these like shades that are really ugly and they're blackout, which are great during the summer. Yeah, your but, windows are but, always wide. But they're wide open. Yeah, I noticed and that. And you know what? I've just come to embrace, you know what? Fuck it. And I don't know who's over there. Yeah. But people are looking. Honestly, <gasps> honestly. I'm so excited Catherine, to show your neighbors my naked body when we live 
live in your apartment yeah. while you're <laughs> in Italy in February. Yeah. I'm so excited. They're going to see it. and I have the same situation, we do. actually. We do. Our window's right out there. They look out into, a, like, a, an adjacent apartment complex. Yes. And one night, we were laying in bed. Yeah. And we looked there out. There was a party going on. And there was a party on. going on. People were on the roof just staring at us. And they were. Ew. We weren't naked, but we were lying in bed, and we were just, like, having, an, having our evening. Yeah. And then Alec looked over, and he goes, there's people on the roof. And I was like... Whatever, and I look over, and they are. They're just sitting there. You looking. guys should stage a murder. <gasps> yeah, I almost vertico it. Vertico? Vertico. Vertico, go. Do that scene of scream. Do that scene. Just throw cat at, like, yes. out the window. Yeah. Stab me right through the palm. Right through the milk the bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did you just say milk bag? I did. Stab me in the back milk, to milk bag. bag. So, Please. back to milk bag. So Hashtag she's like, oh my bag. God, like, this guy's so sexy. Like, oh God, I hope we fuck. This is her internal yeah. monologue, of course. And uh, she's at the grocery store wearing a prom dress yeah. for some reason. With no bra. Yeah. <laughs> no one wears a bra on this Nobody. episode. And uh, she sees him. She sees the flirtatious <gasps> guy there. Oh my god! And she plays and you a know little what? game. She hides a little. She hides a little, and then she's like, she puts a cereal oh. box in front of her and face. She's yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna be the adult in this situation, and I'm going to approach him because maybe there's some fun in our future. Yes. And she says, "Hey, look, it's me. I'm the one." Thought I could just introduce myself. We don't have to play yeah. games. And he I'm has from no the fucking clue who she yeah. is. She's like, "Huh?" You know why? Because he's been flashing the person beneath her. He the says dude. to her, "Oh." you're the person who lives above the guy I've been cruising. Yeah. And Miranda walks away. Just fucking She doesn't say anything. Away. I can't say that I blame her. No, it's mortifying. It's yeah. such a good so little tiny story. It's, it's just yeah. so it's funny. one of the best It's like a little story short line. story. It's it like is. something yeah. you'd see before a Disney Pixar movie. Totally. That's right. Yeah. But sexy. Except yeah. more milk bag. <laughs> yeah, I hope to see some milk bag in the next picture. <laughs> I don't think so. Did you oh. see the teaser for Inside Out? What's I that? did. Yeah. With the emotions. Yeah, it's yes. the new Pixar. Yeah, movie. cute. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's cute. Great. Um, so that was the episode. I feel like um, it was a great episode. It was a really good episode. I had a really good time with um, it. You know, I mean, look, the great news about where we are in the series is from here on out, I think it's very solid. You know, I think there's one or two clunkers along the way, but for the most part, they've really hit their stride. They have. Yeah, show. the rest of this season... Um, is pretty great. We've got some great Carrie stuff. Yeah, I look forward. forward to Miranda growing her hair out. Ooh. Oh, sure, I'm not a little a bit. Yeah, it's real cut. short. It's that fake red. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to a, a lot of things. Yeah. So, Ricky, it was wonderful having oh you. Oh my gosh! Thank, thank you so really much. Really appreciate it. The perfect way to spend a Friday night. Thank oh, you good. so much. We're, I love we're it. So glad to and have happy you. Halloween to everyone. No matter what time of year you're listening happy to Halloween. this. When we recorded it, it was, it's. It's October 3rd. And uh, <laughs> hashtag Mean Girls yeah. Day. Um, and Alec and I are going to go back to decorating. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, All I've been God. listening to is Amazing. Ricky and Alec Sorry. decorating our apartment. <laughs> We're redoing blah, the place. Blah, blah. <laughs> it's um, our favorite thing. But we, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, carry, carry on. on.